This episode of Your Catholic Life is brought to you by Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners with Christ, iowacatholicradio.com, and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Welcome in, everyone, to Your Catholic Life, a podcast for Catholics by Catholics, helping you grow in your faith. I'm John Leonetti, your host. Rita Rizzo. Well, we know her as Mother Angelica, but my guest today talks and writes about everything that led up to Mother Angelica's vocation to the religious life. You'll see, her life wasn't easy, and she had a lot working against her, but it was through a miraculous healing that she was to become one of the most well-known evangelists of her time. Barbara Gaskell, my guest today, really hits it out of the park with this interview, friends, talking about her new book, The Amazing Life of Rita Rizzo. Here is my conversation with Barbara. Hi, Barbara. Hi, John. Thanks for having me on this morning. Thanks for coming on. When did you first come across or or uh, come to, to follow uh, Mother Angelica? Well, that was quite a number of years ago, John. I... Um Back in 1989, I started a little Catholic bookstore, and I became aware of her then, um, started watching the network, um, had the opportunity to go down and, and meet her uh, down in Alabama. And I, she was always kind of a role model for me. I thought she had a lot of, um, uh, well, her sister said she had the eighth gift of the Holy Spirit. She mm. had guts. Yep. <laughs> and uh, so I was always drawn to her because she was so plain-spoken. And um, she was able to do, uh, you know, start the network. Um, the bishops worked for many, many years and poured millions of dollars into trying to get a Catholic network going. And she just followed the Holy Spirit and um, began the network with $200 in a monastery garage. So mm-hmm. I, a lot of people are familiar with that story. So I was always drawn to her, um, her strength, um, but she was always very loving with people. Um, especially on the air when she would answer questions. And so I started, I got to know her cousin when I, when I um, opened the store. I got to know her cousin and some of her relatives and um, just started to learn more about her life. And um, a lot of people, I think, John, know about, you know, this nun who started this network with no money in Alabama. But the backstory mm-hmm. is even more amazing, as amazing as everything is that she did. Absolutely incredible, miraculous. The backstory is so um, unbelievable. Her life wasn't easy. Um, talk about her relationship with her mom. She, um, she grew up in the southeast end of Canton, which has always been known as the red light district. So it was not a, you know, a nice place. It was ruled at that time ruled by the um, Black Hand, which is an uh, Italian kind of um, mafia um, group. And um, it was very difficult upbringing. Her father abandoned uh, she and her mom by the time she was five. And so it was very, very difficult for them. We're talking, you know, the 1920s sure. when a, a, a mom and a, and a daughter are off on their own trying to make ends meet ended up having to move in with the um, grandparents, grew up most of her early life in her grandparents' uh, home. And so it was very difficult for her mother. Um, 1920s, you don't have a husband, Catholic, people look at you, you know, whisper about you. Um, So it was very, very difficult. But what happened was it really drew them together. There was a tremendous bond between she and her mom and um, because her father had left. And... um, 
but there were so many difficulties that they had to go through. Her pastor um, kind of um, made some enemies with the local gambling, and there was a lot of gambling, prostitution, and that at that time. In fact, the um, editor of the Canton newspaper was assassinated because he exposed that. So that kind of shows you the milieu that, that the, uh, the city was in when she was growing up. And um, that was the, during the time of Al Capone and all those people, you know. So um, it, her pastor kind of was, got on the wrong side of them. And her pastor, by the time she was seven, her father had abandoned them and her pastor had been assassinated. Mm-hmm. So it was not a happy time. Um, although I think she, in a sense, had a happy childhood because she, she went to Catholic school, she um, had friends, uh, but it was, it was very difficult for her. Her mother then, after that, had depression problems, you know, and you could certainly see why. Um, but they were always very, very close. And um, she really, Mother Angelica, young Rita, really was not... Um, she always said she wasn't interested. She didn't get good grades in school. Mm-hmm. She wasn't interested in the capital of Ohio. She was interested in when she came home that day if her mother was going to have commit suicide. Wow. Because she had such a depression problem. By the time Rita was in her teens, her mom did have a nervous breakdown and go out to uh, visit a, uh, a sister, I think, in um, Philadelphia. So it wasn't a real... Um, you know, happy upbringing. Um, they tried to make ends meet. Her mom did uh, dry cleaning and things like that, and she helped her mom as much as she could. She was not that strong in the faith. She always said she was just a nominal Catholic. When was the moment when she, when she really kind of got her faith and, and strengthened and then decided to, to go to the convent? Yeah, that's, that's a, it's a perfect question because when she, um, she, when she was in high school, she became very... Um, Sick. She had a lot of stomach problems. She had a twisted stomach. They called it pitosis of the stomach. Now, we don't know exactly what that means, but they, uh, she got to the point where whenever she ate, it felt like um, glass shards hmm. were going through her stomach. That's, what, that's how she explained it. And so uh, she was losing weight. She couldn't eat. Her mother was so concerned about her. Uh, and this went on for about four years. And they were afraid she was kind of literally starving to death. And there was a woman in the area that people had heard of who was a stigmatist and uh, had visions of our Lord. And so someone told her mother, May, you should take your daughter to see Rhoda Wise. And so they called that day, went to see Rhoda that night, and uh, Rhoda gave young Rita a novena prayer to St. Teresa of Lusso, and she said, say this for nine days. And when she did that, on the ninth day when she woke up, she was completely healed Amazing. of her stomach ailment. And that completely changed her life. And she, she went said, on. Go ahead. She said later in life, she said that was a turning point. After that, because before her life was so difficult, she sure. said, I didn't even know God knew who I was. Wow. And then she said, you know, when that happened, I, all I wanted to do was give my life to Jesus. And so she went back to the holiest person she knew who was Rhoda Wise and started volunteering there uh, at the Rhoda Wise home. And I may add that Rhoda Wise is now servant of God, Rhoda Wise. Her cause has been opened, 
It has gone to the Vatican, and a miracle has been sent wow. to the Vatican. So we're very excited here in Canton, Ohio, John, because we're thinking there could be two canonized saints right here in Canton, Ohio. She, uh, <laughs> it, it, that, it's pretty incredible. Um, you know, she was not uh, bashful. She did not hold back. Um, no. And there were some that liked her and some that didn't in the life of the church. We, we know that, and we know right. that from her biographies as well. Um, but there's one thing that I think everyone agreed on, and that was that she was tough. And she had a tough faith. Um, she, you know, her early childhood, I think, prepared her for uh, the struggles that she would endure in starting EWTN as well. She will be known as one of the greatest saints of the 20th century. Wow. Because she was out there. She was out. She was teaching the faith at a time when the faith was not being taught. She had, you know, she overcame all these difficulties. She didn't have a, a college degree. She didn't have... You know, all these, she always said people work for all these letters behind their name, but what we need to work for is that ST in front wow, of our name. Wow, that's good. Yeah, and she, she was there. She was, if she believed that that's what the Lord wanted her to do, she would do it. And I think she really helped save the faith in the United States of America during a very, very difficult time. And, uh, yeah, she was tough, but, you know, it's sort of like your grandma. You know, if you have an Italian grandma, your grandma, she just kind of tells it like it is. Mm-hmm. And uh, people respect that because you know where you stand, and yet there's love underneath that. What, I know. A, what an amazing woman. I know if Pope Francis has anything to say about it, which he, he does, um, you know, when, when he said informally, uh, of course, that she was a saint. I mean, he, he's, oh, he's yeah. said it twice that, uh, you know, he, I think he has deep reverence and respect for, for Rita Rizzo. The book is called The Amazing Life of Rita Rizzo, The Early Years of Mother Mary Angelica by Barbara Gaskell. Uh, you can get it on Amazon. You can go to Divine Treasures. If they don't have it there, they will order it for you. Uh, Barbara, thank you so much for coming on this morning. It was a real treat to interview you. Thanks, John. God bless you. So there you have it, friends. What a story. Again, mother's faith. Her faith is what most inspires me. And I think others. Sure, she didn't get along with everyone. Who does? But she was determined in her imperfect way, just like ours, to serve God to the best of her ability. And she did. We have a lot to learn from Mother Angelica. Big thanks to Barbara Gaskell, my guest today. Friends, make sure to share this and other episodes of Your Catholic Life on Facebook and Twitter, inviting your friends to take part in the show. Visit our website at yourcatholiclifepodcast.com as well. Thanks for tuning in today. I am John Linetti signing off here on Your Catholic Life. Remember, the only way to happiness is by holiness. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today.